2: Recorded live
0: 19, the historical aspect is exactly like the book says it is, but there is a very, very, very strong spiritual application to New Testament Christianity, and we're, we're going to invade that premise shortly. But anyway, before we get started with that, is there anyone um, in the chat room that has any prayer request? Anything you would like for us to take to the Lord in prayer? I would ask you people that I don't know your names, please remember Brother Brian. He is one of your brothers that's in the chat room. Remember him when you pray and remember his family, every one of you. I would appreciate that very much. that the Lord would answer Brother Brian's prayers according to his will and give him peace of mind over the answers. Remember Brother Pete when you pray as well, and Brother William as well. As a matter of fact, you guys pray for one another, okay?
3: That's the way it's supposed to be. But, um, I'll give it a few seconds and see if there's anything in that Anybody's got any prayer requests. When you pray, also remember Brother Howard, Brother Sergio, Brother Tony Adams and his family,
0: Britt, Brian, and Holly and their families. Remember them. There's always somebody to pray for, folks. Remember the people that support this
3: ministry, Brother Joe, there in Vancouver, I pray Absolutely. for you. Absolutely, Brother Joe. <laughs> I don't know what's out. I haven't got another letter
0: from Brother Joe. I must have embarrassed him or something. I hadn't heard from him. So I don't know what's going on with him. He still refuses to let me know his address and refuses to, to let out. I couldn't do nothing about that. Some folks are just hard-headed. Oh.
2: oh, there's a prayer request. Good. Yes, seven needs prayers for strength to finish the mountain of work.
0: <laughs> Amen, that, sister.
2: <laughs> that they have to do. Amen.
0: Amen, sister. I'm always thinking about that and, remind, and, and going to the Lord in prayer about that because I know what you're up against. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Brother, uh, guest seven is Sister Maureen. Do remember her in prayer. She does the work of three men. amen he does the work of three men literally literally okay anything nothing else that's good to have all these people that's got everything tied together and in order wonderful glorious hallelujah hallelujah Remember Brother David Kennedy and his family as well, that the Lord put a protective hedge around his whole family, keep them safe in everything that they do. He's got some young kids, and they're getting to that age now where uh, they need special protection. And remember that when you pray as well. You know, I think about this sometimes, about who really prays and who don't. You ever hear somebody say you're in my thoughts and prayers? Mark them off. Oh, yeah. Throw them in the garbage can. They're lying out their teeth. Thoughts and prayers. We send our thoughts and prayers to you. No, don't send nothing my way. That's okay. I'll do without. i do without them. Cause you're not. You're not a prayer anyway. That thoughts and prayers is a world terminology. Don't know if y'all noticed that or not.
3: That's what the world
0: says. Reverent prayer. Reverent prayer. When you when you graduate into that category, you'll make some hay with the Lord. Anyway, on that bright note, Brother Dave, open us in a word of prayer. Brother Dave.
4: Yes. Open us in Father, a word Father, we, we come tonight and we give you thanks for this time of fellowship over your word We ask that the Holy Spirit teach us the Word, teach us about the Lord Jesus Christ, and teach us the Word, and may the Word tonight work within us and begin a work, fresh work in us, that we be changed by it, that we begin to see things more like Jesus Christ and act more like Jesus Christ and have our minds transformed by the Word of God tonight. And I pray for Brother Brian and his family over in England. Lord, I pray that you would bring his family together, that you would bring them to Christ Jesus, that they would be born of the Spirit of God, to be cleansed and washed by the blood of Jesus and live for Him. And I pray that Brian would be able to have constant good communication with them, and I pray that There is a new respect for him born in their hearts and minds in the name of Jesus. And also, Lord, I pray for peace of mind for him that he would know that you're working in this situation. And the outcomes are assured that you will do your will. And we thank you for that. Lord, I, I pray for... Brother Pete down in Australia, Lord, I pray that you would continue to work in his heart, work in his mind, perfecting him, Lord, in his outward actions and deeds. We know he's perfected in his spirit. May his, the, the thoughts of his heart, Lord, the meditations of his heart, and the words of his mouth be totally acceptable in your sight, Lord. And I thank you for all the blessing that he is to us. And I pray for Brother William, Lord, that you would continue to work in him, that you would bless him and help him, Lord, to study more, to pray more, and to know you more, the greatest thing, to know you, that he would have a greater fellowship with you. And I pray for Brother Sergio in Vancouver, Lord, that you would continue to work with within his family and his family Um, relatives and use him Lord to minister to them and I pray that his work situation or his situation that keeps him from being with us can um, somehow be changed if possible where he would be able to join this fellowship and we thank you Lord for blessing him and using him and that he would be a blessing to us as well. And I pray for Brother Tony Adams and his family, Lord. I pray for continued good health and strength in them. I pray that you prosper them financially. They're supporters of this ministry and all those supporters of this ministry, Lord. I pray uh, over their finances right now that you would bless their finances, Lord, and that their finances would increase and that they would remember you in the increase. And, Lord, I also pray for... Brother Joe in Vancouver that you would be able to help him find a job and a place to live and to have a place, Lord, where he can spend time, private time in fellowship with you and in prayer, Lord, where he can have his life changed through intense study of the word and not have to do it in some public cafe or someplace, Father. And I pray for Sister Maureen, Lord, that you would bless her mind, that she'd be able to plan and order her work and to find ways that that she would be able to shorten the time to do things or whatever, Lord, just quicken her mind and let her see things in a new way and, and let her see how she can do this job much quicker with less effort. And, Lord, I pray that you bless her and that she would make no mistakes when she does work and that everything would be perfect, Lord, and we give thanks for her hard work and for her uh, family and, and for Brother Chad. Yes, Father. And so, Lord, I pray for everyone who's here tonight, Brother Kevin. I, I ask you to help him, Lord, get all what he needs done, done, and it would all be in order. and All his work would be ready if they're hit by a hurricane, Lord. And I pray that his home wouldn't be damaged at all, or his car, or any of his property would not suffer either wind or water damage. And I thank you for blessing and working with all those who download, Lord. You know what they need, and I ask you, Lord, to continue to do that great work you're doing. And we praise you and thank you for doing it. In Jesus' name, so be it. Amen. Amen, amen. 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 Before
0: we go any further, I I need to ask, Brother Brian, do you mind if I share with the audience? Do you mind if I share with the audience exactly what's going on, or do you, you want to keep that
3: between us, Brother? Continue. You want to keep it a private thing? That's fine, brother. The Lord knows everybody's hearts. But if you want, if you want me to share what is actually going on, I will. Okay, I'll say, folks. The
0: government has taken brother Brian's grandkids. And they have relocated them in an area that they're not allowed to have contact with Brother Brian. And they were closest. I was, I was, I was in contact with them through email. Brother Dan, uh, uh, his grandson Damon, is a strong Christian, loves the Lord Jesus Christ. Was getting reprimanded in school for talking about Jesus Christ. Stood up to the teachers. And, Praise the Lord. And I and and and. and Brittany, bless her heart, she loved the Lord. These are teenage kids that stand up for Jesus Christ, that are saved, born again, spirit-filled, and love the Lord. And the government has taken them away from the only life that they had, which was Brother Brian, and put them in a different part of the country to where Brother Brian has no idea where they are. That's the private prayer that we've been praying for Brother Brian. Now you all know the rest of the story and how important it is Remember him in prayer, because Brother Brian and Damien and Brittany were close, very close, and Brother Brian was was trying his best to to be a light in their life and was doing a, a great job. And the government can't stand that kind of stuff. But just pray that the Lord will tear that thing up and and, and somehow get Brittany and Damien back in touch with Brother Brian or and work a miracle in that in that instance okay Yeah. Now
1: y'all,
0: now y'all know what's going on thank you brother brian for letting me share that with everybody so they can see the urgency of it brother
2: praise the lord brother praise the lord
0: uh, we will definitely be keeping that in prayer because i know what it's like to have kids taken away from you i'm very familiar with that so you folks remember brother brian when you pray okay Always put, him in, put it put that, that right there at the top of your list. i appreciate it very much, and I'm sure he does as well. Okay, Genesis chapter 19. Uh, let me get out of the chat here. Brother Chad, you can go to 2 Peter chapter 2, okay? Sure thing. Okay, folks. As we get started here in Genesis 19, it's going to be about the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. We've already seen that the Lord uh, met up with Abraham, and the Lord and two angels met up with Abraham at his tent and had hospitality, and the Lord went ahead and told him, yeah, you're going to have a son, and Sarah laughed, and the two angels have have trucked on down towards Sodom, and the Lord stayed there and was talking to Abraham, and Abraham tried to horse trade his way down to where he could get the, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah saved if there was just ten righteous people there. The Lord agreed yeah. to that and told Abram he was going to go on down and check it out. So th- we're going to read the, the fallout from that here in chapter 19. This historical fact, the historical this the the fact is this actually happened. The, that's the historical a- a- um, application of this that it happened in history, but we're going to see a New Testament application as we get further down in here, because the Lord makes mention of this himself. He makes mention of this instance himself, and Brother Peter makes mention as well. So we're going to take it from an Old Testament setting, the historical fact, into a New Testament truth. Okay? people, A lot of people that are not familiar with doctrinal, historical, and spiritual application don't even understand what I'm talking about. But all Scripture is given by inspiration of God as profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, and instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be truly furnished unto all good works." And Paul said in Romans 15:4, "For whatsoever things were written aforetime were, were written for our learning that we, through patience and comfort of the Scriptures, might have hope. That's the way you apply the Scriptures, folks. Okay? So, in case some, I know some don't have a clue what I'm talking about, because you came in under the Anglo-Israel truth, and you've been sitting under a bunch of, of uh, spiritual, spiritually and biblically challenged People, okay. Found a lot of them, but you couldn't find the spirit of God in anything they said with a spirit finding machine. And I say that with charity and with a sadness of heart. All right. So, brother Dave, if you would, chapter 19, verse one. Go ahead, okay.
4: brother. Okay. And there came two angels to Sodom at even.
0: And, and, and let, I, before you, let me make one more comment about what I just said. And you that listen to those people, I don't know what you're trying to get. I don't know what you're trying think you're gaining. Head knowledge is of no avail if it's not applied in the spiritual life and in the individual life. How long does it take you to realize that White's right and she's bad? Is that all you want to hear? So you have somebody to blame a cloak for your sin? Or do you want to hear what the Word of God has to say about you
3: and your walk with the Lord? Everybody wants their ears tickled. The Holy Spirit was given... To convict of sin,
0: and righteousness, and judgment to come—that was the reason the spirit was given, and also to bring us into knowledge of, of all things. The knowledge is the last thing. Sin, righteousness, and judgment to come are the primary functions of the spirit of God. Okay, everybody wants to land on the teaching part, or they want to land—they want to land on the knowledge part. But they wanna don't want to deal with cleaning up your own life and getting your own steps in order. To where you can be blessed and rewarded after you take that last breath, or your body gets changed into the catching up of the saints. And that's the reason I always try, that's the reason I try, God giving me grace, to always land there. I will continue to land there to the fruits start popping up and you can see the chance then we'll go to some of the other stuff and if some of you don't like it you know where your mouth is amen amen so that's the way that uh, that's the way that ball bounces so continue on brother Dave
4: and there came two angels to Sodom at even and Lot sat in the gate of Sodom and Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them. And he okay. bowed himself.
0: He's sitting in the gate of Sodom, which implies he's kind of got some kind of status. Some He's a, kind of a status symbol. He's a man of the gate. You know that because Absalom, when Absalom was stay, he would stand in the gate and, and bad mouth would say, Oh, that Absalom were king. That Absalom were king. And he tried to show himself as some big deal in the government of David. And and that's what happens with with the people that had some kind of prominence where, where they stood in the gate, so to speak, figuratively or literally, either way you want to look at it. So Lot had some kind of status symbol there. Probably a man of commerce, but we're going to see how far it gets him a little bit later. Go ahead, Brother Dave. Sorry to interrupt you, but I need to get this stuff in, okay? Certainly.
4: And he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. And he said, Behold now, my lords, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house. And tarry all night, and wash your feet, and ye shall rise up early, and go on your ways. And they said, Nay, but we will abide in the street all night. And he pressed upon them greatly. Okay. Verse 2, he
0: said, Turn in. Y'all ever wondered where that saying comes, um, I think I'll turn in?
1: It comes from the Word of
0: God. I think I'll turn in. There's all kind of little sayings that we use, or we do down here anyway. We use sayings, and they come from the Word of God. Like saying, this guy's half-baked. You ever heard that saying? Yes. You know where it comes from? Chapter and verse comes from the book of Hosea. Ephraim is a cake half-turned, uh-huh. half-baked. <laughs> I'll get into some more of that stuff as we continue on in Genesis. Yeah, all those little sayings, they're in the book. They come out of the book. Continue on, Brother David.
4: And they said, Nay, but we will abide in the street all night. And he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned in unto him, and entered into his house. And he made them a feast, and did bake unleavened bread, and they did eat. But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round, round both old and young, and all the people from every quarter. And they Man,
0: called that, unto Lot. And the people from every quarter. It doesn't say that it was a handful of people. It says the men of Sodom, young and old. There was a bunch of these suckers. These Frisco faggot fruits. Continue on, brother.
4: And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came in to thee this night? Bring them out unto us, that we may know them.
1: We
0: may know them. They didn't want to shake hands and fellowship, okay? (laughs) That's not what these suckers had in mind. Anybody that knows the word of God, especially the the, the quote-unquote King James English, knows that know them is a sexual reference. Yes, And these were sodomites. Like Adam knew his wife, or Abraham knew his wife, it's a sexual term cleaned up in the King James English. That's what know them means. It's not like they wanted to, uh, should, like I said, shake hands, find out where they were from, and have fellowship. It wasn't nothing like that. Verse 6, brother.
4: Okay. And a Lot went out at the door unto them, and shut the door after him, and said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. Behold now, I have two daughters which have not known man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you, and do ye to them as is good in your eyes. Only unto these men do nothing, for therefore came they under the shadow of my roof.
0: Okay. This is what he tells the faggots, hey guys, listen, I got two daughters. Now just think about the think think about the implications. You the Western mind doesn't comprehend this. That doesn't understand the eastern custom. And Lot's standing, whatever standing it was, county commissioner or, you know, dog catcher or whatever it was, they wouldn't pay any no mind because the lust of these sodomites blinded them. He's offering his daughters. They refuse it because they've been turned over to a reprobate mind. But remember... Even in this wickedness, this is not the sin this is not the root of their sin. We went and found the root of the sin in ezekiel chapter sixteen verse thirty six and thirty seven it told you what the root of this sin was, and it's the root of the re- that's the that's the reason for the rise and this Frisco fairy fruit, queer, perverted homosexual stuff today. Fullness of bread, idleness of time, pride. Out of the closet. Yeah, and into the fire. That's what it's gonna be. Yeah, they may be out of the closet. But is it gonna be into the fire? You know. Everybody has their pet peeves of what sin they think is worse. And it's generally something that they have no palate, have never been around much, or absolutely, you know, there's no way in the world I'd do that. I can't believe that these people did this. But you've got to remember something, folks. Sin is sin
3: in God's eyes. How many sins, sins
0: plural, does it take for someone to be found guilty in the eyes of God? Well, you're already guilty in the eyes of God, number one. All the world has become guilty. Why is that? because sin dwells in you. It never ceases to amaze me at the people that try to pick you. Oh, this sin, that sin. They Comparing themselves, Paul says, among themselves, they were not wise. You cannot compare yourself with other people. You have a standard by which to compare yourself to. You know who that standard is? Jesus Christ. That's the standard you're supposed to compare yourself with. And one of the toughest things in the world, I found out in 40-something years as a Christian and in the ministry and especially in personal work, is trying to convince a moral person that they're wicked as hell. Every man's way, folks, is right in his own life. But before God, the book says the whole world is guilty. There's not a just man upon the earth that doeth good and sinneth not. That includes a woman. But one of the toughest things is to walk into a household, with somebody that was raised right, somebody that that was that had a good parents, raised right, high moral standing. And try to convince them that they're wicked as hell and they're a sinner and they need a Savior. That's one of the toughest things to do. And in the South, it is prevalent everywhere, or used to be. These days, it's not such a big deal because of degeneration of society. But there's a few. How in the world could that be? See, they compare themselves, what they wouldn't do, to somebody else. And say, "I I can't understand that it's a it's just a, a, a mis it's a it's a lack of knowledge of what the book says or a disbelief of what the book says Paul said in Romans ten that they, being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. Because, see, unless your righteousness equals the righteousness of God, you're toast, literally. You're ashes. You're red maggot food. For the worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. And the only way to get God's righteousness is to be in Jesus Christ, because he is the righteousness of God. God made him to be sin for us who knew no sin
3: that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. People go through this book and they see different things. Oh, that's just so
0: wicked. I would never do anything like that. And maybe you wouldn't but the fact that sin dwells in you, you're never going to make hay with the Father on your own merit. It cannot be done. Never. Your righteousness don't hold water to the sinless Father and Lamb of God. That's why Brother Don harps and screams and begs about your relationship with the true righteous one. Because once you close into him, you realize you're nothing but filthy rags.
3: And until you understand that, you never have got right with God to start with. I said, till you understand that,
0: you've never got right with God to start with. Because His righteousness shines a light on your failure, on your sin, on your unworthiness, on your unrighteousness. All our righteousness is as filthy rags. And in the Hebrew, that's used ministerial cloth, pretty bad, see? All our righteousness, that means everything you think is good about you is no better in the sight of God than a thrown away, dare I say it,
3: co-catch. Let's just get real, all right? And you want to fluff around and argue about, well, he said I'm
0: all oh, here for life, right? He talks about them other people. Yeah, and all your
3: arguments, which, but see, that's that striving about words to no profit. Folks, we're in a world hurt as a people,
0: we've lost sight of the pride. As a people. And individually, it's tough out there in the ministry today. Especially when it has to be done over the internet. Or radio. Or something
3: like that. And not personal work. Tough. Because. Just a
0: click. And they can get rid of all any conviction anything they don't like. And it crosses my mind every now and then, I wonder if the Lord will hold the ones that do that more accountable than the ones that are face-to-face.
3: Because it definitely shows the motive of the heart. And there's some things that we talk about
0: here on this program that are 100 million percent actual, spiritual, rock-hard, solid, biblical
3: fact, And I'm just about to the point to where I'm tired of even mentioning them. God forgive me if I'm wrong. But it ain't, the the, big,
0: the I, I'm I, don't know what else to do. Because I know, I know, I've seen the Spirit of God work too many times in individuals' lives. I know the, when fruit is being born. And I also know when it's not. Say, so you judge, judging, you better believe it. You better believe it.
3: According to the way the Lord told me to judge. Okay? So you think about this stuff. Not, no. You let the Lord, you let the Spirit
0: of God deal with you, hard-hearted Israelite that thinks because you're puffed up in the head with a little bit of knowledge about something or somebody, somebody, or you can point to a Jew or you can point to a blue garment. Blame it all on you think that you've arrived. No, you haven't arrived. You're probably in worse shape than you would have been if you didn't even know that stuff. See, because charity is what edifies folks.
3: Knowledge us up. Continue with our little historical lesson, Brother Dave. brother Dave
4: yes okay and they said stand back and they said again this one fellow came in to sojourn and he will needs to be a judge now will we deal worse with thee than with them and they pressed sore upon the man even lot and came near to break the door but the men put forth their hand and pulled lot into the house to them and shut to the door. And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves
0: to find the door. And these angels done put blindness on these suckers. So they can't find it. all stumbling, bumbling around on the outside. Verse 12, brother.
4: And the men said unto Lot, Hast thou here any besides? son-in-law and the sons and thy daughters and whatsoever thou hast in the city bring them out of this place for we will destroy this place because the cry of them is waxing great before the face of the Lord and the Lord hath sent us to destroy it
0: absolutely this wickedness has gone up before the Lord long enough and he's drawing the line he is drawing the line on all this mess, this is the fruit. You're seeing the fruit of unrighteousness. You're seeing the fruit of idleness of time, fullness of bread and pride, folks, and uh, and and not in the ability not to give. That's what it said in Ezekiel sixteen, guys, didn't it? Isn't that what it said? Yes. You read it, Chad. Is that what it said?
2: Pride of life, man. That's number one. That's what God hates the most. Fatness of bread and the idleness and uh, not caring for the poor. That's right. Fullness of bread, right.
4: That's right, verse yeah. Verse,
0: verse 14, Brother Dave.
4: And Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters, and said, Up, get you out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law.
0: You see, he had, he had these sons-in-law, and it says first they were virgin, and then it says they were married. How do you reconcile that? Because just like Joseph and Mary, Mary was considered Joseph's wife, but she was just betrothed to him, see? That's the way, that's what's going on here. These sons-in-laws were betrothed to these two virgin daughters of Lot, and they were considered married. That's how that goes, in case you was wondering how somebody could be a virgin and have son-in-laws, and, be, and it says married bad sense. That's the way you understand it. Continue oh, on, brother. Well,
2: that's interesting, Pastor. Just a uh, quick sigh. I always thought that was, there was two other daughters that he had.
0: Nah. the same nope. one.
2: Okay.
4: Great. Continue. And when the morning arose, then the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city.
0: You see, he's going to take his wife
4: and his two daughters. If they
0: were married, the husbands would have went with them probably. They weren't married in the physical sense of coming together yet. So he take his wife and his two daughters. But Lot's the main character here, folks. We're going to see it. one, two, three again. One, two, three. Again, some will know what I'm talking about. Some won't. Continue on, brother. Verse sixteen.
4: One interesting, yeah. One interesting thought is, uh, you know, in verse one and verse fifteen, uh, Lot said they were angels that were coming to him, and then again in verse fifteen it switches to angels. But in between, it always calls them men. Mm-hmm. Interesting,
0: yeah, because um,
4: angels are always thirty-three-year-old
0: male. 33-year-old males, no female angels, nowhere in the Word of God, only in fantasy, they're always men, okay? Period.
4: And they can be walking down the street beside you and ask you directions and you wouldn't even know.
2: You wouldn't even know it. And Pastor, would they be flesh and bone without blood? Absolutely. Amen.
4: Absolutely. Oh, you know, a thought I had the other day about that flesh and bone without blood. you know how when they used to make covenants, people often would prick the blood in their finger
1: sure.
4: and join the blood together? That's correct. I wonder if it harkens back to some of this. That I would imagine. Yeah. Our ancient ancestors knew something we forgot.
0: Blood covenant, (laughs) blood covenant, blood covenant. Can't get it out of the subconscious in a genetic memory, brother. Yeah, yeah. Continue on.
4: Okay, verse 16. And while he lingered, the men laid hold upon his hand and upon the hand of his wife and upon the hand of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful unto him. And they brought him forth and set him without the city. And it came to pass when they had brought them forth abroad, that he said, "Escape for thy life! Look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. Look not, not behind it.
0: thee." There's a lesson to be learned here, folks. Lot was a lot is a, a city dweller. He loves the things of the city and the things of the world.
3: So does his family. So much so a city dweller. He
0: don't even want to get on out of, he don't even want to escape into the mountains. Man, he's got to have another city to stay in that night. You're fixing to find out.
3: But remember, he's told not to look back. Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind
0: and reaching forward to the things which are before, I press toward the mark of the prize,
3: the high calling of God in Christ Jesus, forgetting those things which are behind, the pleasures of sin for a season as it says in Hebrews man when Moses turned his back
0: on the good life he didn't think twice that's the reason he was a friend of God that's the reason he was a great prophet and he was a member of Pharaoh's household he had everything done for him he had everything he had it made in the shade with a jug of Kool-Aid
3: but he, when he turned his back on it, he turned his back on it.
0: Watching brothers and sisters dabble around with what they supposedly have come out of because they refuse to make that sacrifice is a sad thing because you know what the end of it's going to be if you know the book
3: you know what the end's going to be. Poof. Fire and smoke. Poof. That's what the book says, folks. That's not my opinion. I'm just a preacher. I'm just telling you what God says. Don't blame me. And just because you're ignorant of it, it don't, it don't give you a pass.
0: And because you don't believe it, sure as crap don't give you a pass. Because the book will stand when the world's on fire and not one jot or tittle will pass. Thy word is true from the beginning and all thy righteous judgments endureth forever. Psalm one nineteen one sixty. You can't get around it. You hope that somehow Brother Don's wrong. You hope... Maybe I misinterpreted something. No, no, this is not interpretation. This is what God said. He said what he said and meant what he said. End of story. There is no private interpretation. At least that's what Brother Chad read to us last night. Am I correct?
2: That is 100% correct.
0: Deal with it, people. I don't care what all your teachers try to tell you. You'll run to try to find somebody that will be smooth talk you. They'll smooth talk you into the fire. They'll smooth
3: talk you into nakedness and shame and sorrow while you're comfortable sitting on your lees in this world today.
0: because you're worried of what somebody might say about you. Always trying to get an opinion from somebody and the
3: approval of man. That pride, it runs deep, don't it? Toughen, isn't it? Continue,
0: Brother Dave.
4: Verse 18 And Lot said unto them, Oh, not so, my Lord. Behold, now thy servant hath found grace in thy sight, and thou hast magnified thy mercy, which thou hast shewed unto me in saving my life. And I cannot escape to the mountain, lest some evil take me, and I die. Behold, ah,
0: <laughs> oh, he's full of faith in me. <laughs> Go ahead, brother.
4: Behold, now. This city is near to thee, oh, excuse me. Behold now, this city is near to flee unto, and it is a little one. Oh, let me escape thither. Is it not a little one? And my soul shall shall live.
0: See, he knows he's wrong. Oh, it's just a little city. Don't make me go to the mountains, I might die. It's just a little city. Just a little bitty one, Zoar, just a little one little bit won't hurt. I'll just take a little bit. It won't hurt me. I'll just watch this. I'll just associate with just a few of them old friends that's lost his hell. that don't add nothing. Don't don't No iron sharpening is iron. There ain't no sharpening of iron going on. Folks, there's more to
3: this Christian life than a bunch of Add knowledge. Continue, Brother Dave.
4: And he said unto him, See, I have accepted thee concerning this thing also, that I will not overthrow this city for the which thou hast spoken.
0: So the Lord hey, just see. goes on and just lets him lets him go by. Okay, sucker. I'll let this pass. Stay in the tonight. Go ahead, brother.
4: Haste thee, escape thither, for I cannot do anything till thou be come thither. Therefore, the name of the city was called Zoar.
0: that could not destroy the city of Sodom and Gomorrah till that one righteous soul was gone. Hmm, I wonder what that means. That ought to tell you. That ought to open a whole other theological fault to you, as far as the end times
1: goes. Yes, the
0: Lamb's Book of Life. Go off to Brother open. The okay, Raptors. there you go. Bingo. Uh, carry. We are not. Paul says we are not appointed to wrath. I wonder if they thought that interesting. I wonder if they thought that in the Blitz. I wonder if they thought that in Shiloh. I wonder if they thought that in Fredericksburg. I wonder if they thought that in the Battle of Atlanta. I don't know of no battles. You canucks ever thought, so I can't say anything, okay? I think yeah, y'all are peace lovers up there. But I wonder, okay? So therefore, you know the wrath of God has not failed yet. Bye bye, millennialist. Bye bye, Postmillennialist. Bye bye, Praterist. Bye bye, Wrong doctrine, false doctrine. We're going to see about that shortly. Continue on, brother Dave. We'll see about that false doctrine. Go ahead, brother.
4: Okay. The sun was risen up upon. Um, excuse me. The sun was risen upon the earth. When Lot entered into Zoar, then the Lord rained upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities and that which grew upon the ground. But his wife looked back from behind him and she became a pillar of salt. And Abraham
0: got up early in the morning. Whoa, 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 whoa. We can't pass through this verse.
3: It's
1: (laughs)
0: what the
3: Lord said. Remember Lot's wife? Why did he say that? Why did the Lord say, remember Lot's
0: wife? You think he was just talking about the fire raining down on Sodom? No, 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 no. She turned to a pillar of salt. Where was her heart?
3: See, her heart was in everything, that worldliness that she left behind.
0: I can't quote the verse, but Paul says, Have, uh, it's in the book of Hebrews, I haven't turned back. Uh, uh, what is that, bro? Shoot, it just, uh, the train left the station. Oh. Uh, Go to Hebrews, brother Dave, real quick. No, stay where you're at, brother David. Brother Chad, go to Hebrews. You're already in the New Testament. Go to uh-huh. Hebrews and see where where it talks. I think it's in Hebrews. It's either in four, five, or six. Where it talks, Having tasted that heavenly gift. If you turn back, oh, that's Hebrews six. That's where it's at. It's in Hebrews chapter
3: six. Okay. Go ahead. I still have to find it here. Hold on. Uh, Hebrews
2: yeah, he 6, uh, verse 4. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come if they shall fall away to renew them again unto repentance seeing they crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh and put him to an open shame.
0: Now, that's that's one verse, but that's not that doesn't doctrinally apply to what we're talking about here. That Paul Paul says "Isn't having laid the hand of the plow, and looking back are not worthy of the kingdom of God. I can't quote the verse. Oh, no, no,
2: I already have that one up. I'm, I'm way ahead of you there. That's uh, Luke, Brother Luke, verse 9, or chapter 9, verse 61. Go ahead. That's right after Jesus said to them, Let the dead bury their dead, but That's go thou
0: to the he is. That's Luke. That's Luke. Go ahead.
2: Preached the kingdom of God. And another also said, Lord, I will follow thee, but let me first go bid them farewell, which are at home at my house. And Jesus said unto him, No man, having put his hand to the plow, and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God.
0: Remember Lot's wife. Remember Lot's wife.
3: Tough isn't it? Tough, isn't it? Whoever said it was supposed to be easy, but salvation's
0: what's easy. That's free. Salvation's a cakewalk. The received gift is a cakewalk. The Christian life and your obedience and your fulfilling what you're called to do, that's a different ball game. Continue, Brother David. Okay. Now, no, 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 don't continue. Stop. Okay.
3: Think <laughs> about what was just said. Search your own hearts. See if there
0: be some wicked way in you. Let the Spirit of God with His dividing asunder of soul and spirit and the joints and marrow and the thoughts and intents of the heart. Let the Spirit of God deal
3: with you through this Word. See? The Lord kept telling these people that He dealt with, because of the hardness of your heart, because of the hardness of your heart. Folks, if there's
0: anything that I miss, I was telling Brother David about this the other day. If there's anything that I miss, it's having my tail preached off and being ripped by the Spirit of God and being under conviction of the Holy Ghost and having him dissect the innermost parts of my life in a good sermon and tears rolling in repentance—that's what I miss. You—it's hard to find good preaching that will tear you up. That the
3: spirit of God just comes in like a flood. Tears of repentance are some of the sweetest tears you'll ever. He'll ever shed. And if you don't know what they are, you don't know Him. Period. David said, Search me, O Lord. Search me. See if there be some wicked way in me. broken spirit, and a contrite heart,
0: O Lord, thou wilt not despise. That's where it begins, like I told you last night.
1: Continue,
4: Brother
0: David. Okay.
4: But his wife looked back from behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. And Abraham got up early in the morning to the place where he stood before the Lord. And he looked toward Sodom and Gomorrah and toward all the land of the plain and beheld. And lo, the smoke of the country went up as the smoke of a furnace. And it came to pass, when God destroyed the cities of the plain, that God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow, when he overthrew the cities in the which Lot dwelt.
0: Don't you imagine no Abraham been praying for, for, for brother lot amen yes sir But God, that intercessory prayer
2: he already made the best deal he possibly could
0: made the best deal he could but yeah he was praying lord I know he's a worldly son of a gun and I know he's got one foot in the world trying to straddle a fence but lord he don't need to die with the wicked lord you know, will remember what remember what Abraham told upon mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, and you know, pre-incarnate Lord Jesus Christ. Will thou destroy the righteous with the wicked? That bold statement he made.
3: Amen. Previous chapter. You can bet your bottom dollar Abraham was praying for Brother Lot. So the Lord interjects Abraham's witness to what
0: happened here. And then he picks back up with Lot again in verse 30. Continue, Brother Dave. Oh,
2: and Pastor, uh, just before you go on, I just wanted to point out that Brother Pete made a very uh, 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 apt observation that this is the first time that the word fire is in the in the Holy Bible. Yes. In in verse
0: 24. Yes. So, Law first mentioned, it's yes.
2: destruction of a worldly place
0: that his minds, their hearts is set on them to do evil continually the reprobate mind of a sodomite. A lot of lessons to be learned. I can't go through every
3: lesson in every verse, folks, or we'd be here forever. I I could teach on obedience till the end of the year and not even touch, not even crack the fullness of it. Because that's the biggest thing that's lacking.
0: That's the biggest thing that's lacking because everybody is comfortable.
4: Anyway, I'm not going
0: to go off. Verse 30, brother.
4: And Lot went up out of Zoar and dwelt in the mountain and his two daughters with him. For he feared to dwell in Zoar and he dwelt in a cave he and his two daughters. Okay, the first.
0: here we go. Watch two natural daughters going in a cave with their daddy. Remember 1 Corinthians 5, the boy and his daddy's wife. Well, here it's the daughters that's got wicked aspirations. It's hard for some folks just to understand the na the 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 ab the, the depravity of human nature.
3: Like I said,
0: trying to convince moral people that they're wicked as hell is one of the toughest jobs the Holy Spirit has to do.
3: Because that heart'll harden. I would never do nothing like that. Maybe somebody else, but not me. Well, you've lost the battle already. Number one, you're questioning God's book. Or you're trying to to make it reconcile in your mind. I ought to tell you all about why
0: why David had all the horses had the hawks cut on all the horses that he that he brought from Egypt. But I'm not going to go there. I mean, there's nothing new under
3: the sun, folks. Caligula fell in love with his horse. Did you know that?
0: The Roman Emperor Caligula fell in love with his horse. There's a reason bestiality. Is in the book, it is in the law, and it's an abomination to God and requires death. Do you understand me? Oh, but I would never, folks. Maybe you would. Maybe you're just as righteous as Jesus Christ. Maybe you've attained to the righteousness of God without Jesus Christ. You know? No, the odds are your hell just won't be as hot as others. That's what happens to moral people without Christ. Their hell's just not as hot as others. The self-righteous, though, according to the Lord, he said they were their place was the
3: lowest hell. See, there's degrees of punishment in hell, folks. There's degrees. There's high and there's the, lowest, there's the lowest
0: hell, and then there's other little bitty hells above that. So if you're moral and refuse to admit your wickedness, your hell just won't be as hot as others. But enjoy the heat. Continue on, Brother David.
4: And the firstborn said unto the younger, Our father is old, and there is not a man in the earth to come in unto us after the manner of all the earth. Come, let us make our father drink wine, and we will lie with him, that we may preserve seed of our father. And they made their father drink wine that night. And the firstborn went in and lay with her father, and he perceived not when she lay down, nor when she arose. And it came to pass on the morrow that the firstborn said unto the younger, Behold, I lay yesterday night with Yesternight with my father, let us make him drink wine this night also, and go thou in and lie with him, that we may preserve seed of our father. And they made their father drink wine that night also, and the younger arose and lay with him, and he perceived not when she lay down, nor when she arose. Thus were both the daughters of Lot with child by their father. And the firstborn bear a son, and called his name Moab. And the same is the father of the Moabites unto this day. And the younger, she also bare a son, and called his name ben The same is the father of the children of Ammon unto this day.
0: The Moabites and Ammonites. You notice the only leeway that God gave give Lot in this whole scenario, was that he didn't realize what he did. Did you notice that? He must have
2: wondered. I did. He must have wondered after they got pregnant, though, when they were up in the mountains. It
0: doesn't say that. It just says that he didn't know when they laid down or got up.
2: At that time, yeah.
0: So that's the only thing we have. Too much
1: wine.
0: Yeah, I'm sure he understood it later, and then he suffered the consequences of the guilt. Because you don't ever hear about Lot anymore until Second Peter chapter 2. And that's where we're going now. Second Peter chapter 2. Not mentioned anywhere from this moment forward. Now the Ammonites, they're mentioned. The Moabites, they're mentioned. They're enemies. They're enemies. But Lot, you don't hear about him no more until you hear about him in Second Peter. So let's go there and see what the Lord's got to tell us about. Brother Lot. How could he do this? It said it told you and the Lord gave him a little It said they didn't know when these folks, they didn't know when the women laid down with him or when they got up.
1: So he was
0: drunk. Is that an excuse? Absolutely not. This is the picture of a Christian that disregards everything the Holy Spirit is trying to tell them about what this book says, and about the obedience factor, and the, about the sacrifice. This is what this is the type of a Christian that totally rejects the book and what it says about the stuff you're hearing.
3: That's what this is. The shame and disgrace,
0: the abomination of two nations that do don't do nothing but war against
3: Israel and not a mention of his name till later on. Oh I can get by Lord. I, don't have to, I can get by with that. You don't understand
0: the Lord. I didn't interject the terror of the Lord. That's for Christians, folks. That's not for lost people. Lost people's hell. Period.
3: Revelation chapter twenty. See. Second
0: Peter chapter two, starting in verse one. Something everybody reads right over and don't pay no attention to. Let's see what kind of lesson we can learn here, and then we will go ahead and close shortly. 2 Peter chapter 2, Brother Chad.
2: But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them. Stop.
0: False teachers among you with damnable heresies denying the Lord
3: that bought Who? Them. 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 The false teachers. And y'all don't think a Christian can lie.
0: And you don't think a Christian can do all that other stuff that Paul says that they do. You're just a denier of the word of God and you're putting your righteousness above the righteousness of God because in deep down inside you're full of pride because you don't do what somebody else does. It
3: ain't got nothing your salvation ain't got nothing to do with that. Not by works of righteousness which we have done But according to his mercy, he
0: saved us. For by grace are you saved through faith. And that not of yourselves. You got that? It's not of yourselves. Not of
3: works, lest any man should boast. Not a scale where your good works outweigh your bad.
0: That's the judgment seat of Christ, and it all goes up in flame. And only you, you would it, would the God that you were fortunate to be at that judgment. So you suffer shame and disgrace and nakedness and terror from God, and who know and God knows what else. that the scriptures are not all that plain on.
3: Maybe a little outer darkness. Maybe a little gnashing of teeth. Suffering loss, for sure. Serve now rain later, folks. I'm telling I'm telling you the book tells you that. So the Lord bought these damnable heretics. Let's see
0: about what all? What all? What? Let's read a little bit more about these folks that the Lord bought.
3: Well, I didn't bend, he didn't buy nobody but Israel.
0: Really? Ah, <laughs> uh, needs be that everybody went back to the first, second, third grade and learned how to read. This society. And this way of everything, this instantaneous everything has destroyed a great people. And I speak in great, in a, in
3: God, as far as God's chosen. It's destroyed. Oh, I know There's there's pockets. I understand that. But as a whole. Continue, Brother Chad. Even denying the Lord that bought them and bring upon
2: themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be even spoke shall be evil spoken of.
0: That's everywhere. The way of truth shall be mm-hmm. evil spoken of. Amen. And every in this day this point of oh, you believe that old King James Bible. Oh, it's got so many errors in it. That's just one thing, folks.
3: You that sat on your leaves. I could be more graphic, but I'm just using Bible terms. Yeah. If you want to know
0: where that's at, by the way, it's in Micah chapter 1 and 2, okay? Go ahead, Brother Chet.
2: 2 Peter 2 and 3. And through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you.
0: Absolutely. Benny Hinn. Joel Osteen. I can just go down the list. Mega churches. Just go down the list.
3: Padded pews. (coughs) Big screen television. Don't put off my brow. Comfort, 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 comfort. Why is he so negative? (laughs) I believe in the power of
0: negative thinking, people. Amen, amen. It's always negative. It's always negative first. Then comes the positive. It's not Esau. It's Jacob, folks. It's not Ishmael, it's
3: Isaac. Okay. I can go on and on. It's not Saul, it's David. Just it's not the first, it's the second. I told you this last night. I'm not gonna
2: repeat it. Continue on, brother Chad.
3: Yes, amen not the carnal, it's the spiritual.
2: Bingo. Keep that uh, positiveness for your prayer life. Amen, amen? Got it, brother. All right. Whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not.
3: For
1: if
2: God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell, and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment, and spared not the old world, but saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly. And Where, is that,
0: pre- where is that preacher of righteousness?
2: Well, right before you, he, he,
0: the Lord quits talking about him. He's drunk.
3: Messing around, getting messed around with by his own son. Oh, I wouldn't ever do that. Oh, I'll go blow it at your nose. Self-righteous sapsucker. You're so full of pride, it take a
0: pride-pricking machine to knock it out of you, and you don't even know it. Because you judge yourself among yourselves, therefore you're not wise. You want a model to judge yourself after you use the apostle paul or the lord jesus christ they're the only two people that said be you
2: followers of them go ahead yes. brother. Come read. a preacher of righteousness bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly and turning the cities of sodom and gomorrah into ashes condemned them with an overthrow making them an ensample unto those that after should live ungodly
0: you got
3: there that? that's an example for you and me that should live ungodly. See? Only through obedience is there striving for godliness, folks,
0: and not just the points that you choose to be obedient in. Because the Lord knows your heart. He's got your idol covered. He's got your covetous covetousness covered. And he knows where it's at because this book
3: discerns the thoughts and intents of the heart and you can't hide it with a hiding machine. Verse 7. And delivered just Lot vexed with the filthy conversation of
2: the wicked for that righteous man dwelling among them righteous
0: man sleeping with his daughters, producing two nations, loving the world,
3: hanging around with a bunch of faggots everywhere. Wouldn't leave. Didn't want to leave. Because that's where his heart was. Wrapped his righteous soul. It doesn't sound like he's too righteous
0: to me the last time you hear about him. The lesson to be
3: learned here, folks. Stay humble, least humble. Continue. That righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing Vexed his
2: righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. And
0: and
3: some of you watch it for entertainment. You're vexing your righteous soul, if so be the Spirit of God dwells in you. And you call it
0: entertainment. And some of you listen to music to MF, the MF this, the blah, 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 that. The half-naked women are the naked women. Who knows what it is? Vexing the righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. Remember what it said in the last verse in Romans chapter 1? All that wickedness before and the ones that had pleasure, you got pleasure in them that do such things. That's entertainment, folks. Whether you like it or not, you can fluff it off all you want to. God judge. God will be the judge. And his word is true from the beginning. There's no interpretation there, folks. That's what it says.
3: Hey, Don, sorry to interrupt. It's 831. Thank you, brother. We're wrapping it up right now. vexed their righteous soul with their unlawful deeds. The Lord knoweth how to deliver
0: the godly out of temptation. Amen, amen. The godly, godly, right? right oh, ho, oh, oh, ho, oh.
3: And to reserve the unjust until the day of judgment
0: to be punished. Heavenly Father, I pray that you take what's been said tonight, Holy Father, and use it for your honor and glory as only you can do. I pray you touch the hearts that need to be touched, Father. May your Holy Spirit convict of sin, righteousness, and judgment to come, for it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Lord willing, health permitting, we'll see you guys back Sunday night. Good night, everyone. Good night.
1: Good night.